0: Hello, this is Leisha Holmes of Key Recruitment, and I'm thrilled to be joined today by Katie Green of Centred Excellence. And Katie's somebody that I used to work with many moons ago, so I know who you are and what you do. But for those who aren't familiar with your business and your background,
1: please can you give us a biography? Oh, well, thank you very much. What a lovely intro. Yes, so um, hi, everyone. So I'm Katie Green, and yeah, my background. So I worked at a recruitment business. Some people may, may or may not know Aspire. Started as um, B. Farrah Jones, PFJ, Aspire. We have many names, Um, many characteristics. Um, And I worked there for 15 years, actually. It was, yeah, 15 years I was there. And probably what's most interest to people listening is that I was MD of that London operation where I managed about 65 fee earners across 12 different disciplines. So outsourced function, perm, temp, contract, um, yeah, we actually had a separate business that um, used to work for one of our digital clients where we had an outsourced function for them. Um, So my experience in recruitment, I think I've been fairly lucky to have quite a colorful background because we acquired a couple of businesses, we bought, we sold businesses, um, bedded two of those into London, changed databases. So I've really been blessed with having such a breadth of experience in recruitment that it's really lent me well um for what I do now which is about helping recruitment businesses to scale their business to grow so for them to get the most out of their business and to be able to increase their profits um quickly over uh, about six months six to twelve months absolutely fantastic and
0: that's obviously yeah. I came I came to one of your um rocket um, sessions. I, yeah, I came to no. a couple, and actually, you know, I'm still in touch with a few people from that. So, for anyone that is interested to know more, we will obviously have all your links to this YouTube video, and, and we'll share that across social media. So, you're definitely well positioned. Obviously, we we knew each other because I worked at it, it was Farrah Jones, and then became PFJ. So, um, it's wonderful that you've joined us here on YouTube, and I think that you've got so many insights you. because because you've worked through so many different elements of a business that's why you can give a, bro- a broad experience like you say so given the breadth of recruitment companies coming to you as centered excellence yeah what habits have you witnessed during covid for those businesses that are doing things well and then maybe okay. habits that they're not doing so well not doing
1: yeah okay so it's an interesting question isn't it because um I'm going to sort of like go back on, on, on the, I will answer your question on, mm-hmm. in terms of, first of all, I just want to talk about how, if you like, patterns or habits form because the reason that people have habits, so um, a habit is essentially like a, a program pattern of behavior, right? And it's formed from our thoughts and our beliefs. And our thoughts and our beliefs, well, a number of them are actually formed unconsciously. So you're not even aware that you have them. So in many situations, it means that we work on autopilot. Mm. And the thing for people is to start to get curious about is, are my thoughts and beliefs empowering or are they disempowering? Mm. And I'll I'll get to why why this works and how this works in recruitment. So, um, So what do I mean by that? Well, a quick kind of biology lesson. So you have the mind has two parts of the mind, which is your conscious mind and your unconscious mind. And your conscious mind is a bit like the captain of the ship. So that is only, by the way, ten percent of your mind. Whereas ninety percent of your mind is is your unconscious mind, or otherwise known as your subconscious mind. And your captain of your ship is your conscious mind. So that sends a thought to your unconscious mind, who then goes about making it happen for you. And you also have something which is called your reticular activating system. And that sits, it's like a little Mm antennae. And that goes about, so let's say you think a thought um, and maybe that's a, a thought or a habit that's linked to something, either empowering or disempowering. So let's say that in the current market, one of my thoughts might be a limiting belief. It might actually be disempowering for me. And that belief might be, that this is not the right time for me to call my clients. Mm. So that thought goes from my conscious mind, my reticular activating system goes to look out for evidence to back up that thought or that belief Mm. to essentially to prove to me that it's right. And so what happens is whatever you think, whatever you focus on, wherever the energy goes or where your attention goes, the energy flows. So if I'm thinking that, then the only reality I will get back into my world is that this is not a good time to call my clients. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, this, the, 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 and the reason I'm sharing that is because when you, then going back to the question that you asked me, um, Leisha, which was, you know, if you like, what, what have you witnessed? What are, are good behaviors or, or what are, what's working well and what isn't for people? Is that there is or has been an element where, um, and again, a lot of this is unconscious, but people don't realize that their thoughts are so programmed or that their beliefs are so programmed mm. that for some people, they've been in this state of, um, I call it shock, but it's not shock, but it's just sort of in this shutdown state. Let's call yep. it fear, mm. yep. which is, you know, there's a recession going on you know, I can't call my clients right now. They don't want to hear from me right now. You know, this is not the right time to sell to people. How would I feel if somebody sold to me? I wouldn't like it. You know, it's not appropriate. People have got their teams furloughed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And so this, it stops you in your tracks because now the fact is, by the way, it's not the truth, but to us, it is the truth because a belief is a truth. And so people believe that that to be the case and that then potentially um, puts a barrier up or stops them from making that call to that client and serving that client and giving support and help to that client, maybe at a time when actually they really, really need it.
0: Mm.
1: So, and, you know, one of the things that... Well, certainly, and I'm sure you've heard it, one of the big things that always came up with our clients, um, a complaint was, you know, recruiters, you only ever call me when you want something from me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So surely now more than ever is the best time to be proving to our clients that we are not about just calling you Mm. because you've got a vacancy and that's all we want because we want something from you. That actually we can serve you at a level that you're not even aware of skill set has the ability to do, but it does because I know most recruitment businesses and most recruitment business owners are incredible. The, the amount of skills that they have in their toolbox, in their teams is unbelievable, but we don't shout about it because a client just thinks that I'm paying you to just find me that candidate, yep. you know, whiz over that CV to me mm. and your job's really quite easy and I pay you this fee. And we all know that's absolute BS. Yeah, absolutely, it's it's it's, it's 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 not transactional.
0: It's much more than that. It goes on a much deeper level. Yeah, yeah we can talk. Yeah. We can talk to you about what trends are in the market, what skill gaps you've got. Talk about salaries. We can talk about retention, onboarding. God, it's, the list goes on and on and on. But until you pick up the phone and have that conversation, you're not going to know. And <laughs> how often do we do that? How well, often do we do that? You talk we do yourself out day? of
1: it. Mm. Well, you do talk yourself out of it or you're so caught up because I've got a brief and I've got to deliver on that brief. You don't necessarily have the time to do that. So, yeah, going back to your question, the things. So I'm seeing for some people that there are limiting beliefs or there are I'm going to call them disempowering thoughts, maybe Mm -hmm. untruths that Mm. people are believing that are stopping them from really accelerating their business because now's the opportunity to do that and then there are other businesses that are going okay actually maybe this is the time for me to re-engineer my business maybe this is a time for me to reborn you know be reborn maybe this is the opportunity that everyone has with covid because there are positives out of it to actually sit down and say what do i want my business to be how do i want to emerge yeah how do i want to yeah transform
0: yeah. And how, how do I want to be perceived by the clients, but also for your employees, your internal customers, what are they? What, when they sit and think about why they want to work here, the ones that we want to take us on the journey forward, what do they look like? So it's interesting. Isn't right. It? Mm.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great question to ask because, yeah. you know, that, that I think it's, it's, um, I think we act so unconsciously that actually sometimes people aren't really stopping to observe themselves to Mm. say is this an action today that's going to move my business forward or am I potentially being caught in this trap of procrastination or untruths that Mm. aren't serving me because our beliefs directly correspond to our results
0: of course they do and of course one of the key things of centered excellence is the growth mindset those are the people you want to attract so it all comes down to that fundamental belief of that you are going to grow out of this and you're going to learn something from it rather than those that get caught in the treacle almost of, yeah. you know, well, we're in a recession, so no one's going to hire and we can't hire ourselves and we're going to have to do this. And it's like, you talk and it is all, I'm a huge, am a huge believer in the, the power of the subconscious mind as you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because you know, the success recipe Yes, I mean, your strategy is important, of course it is, but actually your strategy doesn't change in the recession to what it is, you know, in, in a good time, no. which is, you know, you, you, um, you sell to the right people at the right time, in the yeah. right way, um, mm. you know, at, at the right price point. And so that recipe, that formula doesn't really change. And the biggest, yeah, the biggest route to success is to take action jfdi it mm. to to take action and have a mindset that is in alignment with where you want to go
0: mm. most most definitely so i mean I, I think it's such a huge subject that one youtube is not going to do it justice but it's certainly something that i subscribe to <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> there we go. yeah well so, <laughs> now you've talked about the 80 20 rule so i think you put out yeah. some marketing that sort of the, the 20% of the sort of businesses that managed to grow successfully during the recession so what strategies did they implement to ensure
1: that they elevated Mm. themselves above the other 80% Mm. well probably I mean it follows on doesn't it in Mm. in many ways in what we're saying which is about success comes from two things yeah your mindset and taking action small steps every single day that Mm towards that goal that you want to get to so it starts with getting very clear about what is it that I want to achieve you know so going back to what we were saying if it's about your business then it's almost like okay so what is the business that I want to grow so how do I want to emerge who do I want to be what do we want to stand for now so what's that business Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. And then getting clear on, um, what that goal is or what it is that you want to create or what it is that you want to achieve. And then, um, when you're clear on what it is that you want to achieve and you've got that goal, then it, the, the big question to ask yourself, cause again, this is where people potentially, um, um, say I don't say go wrong but let's say miss a piece of the puzzle is the big thing about where you want to go is let's say you set a goal and that goal is to because it is let's say it's harder times I've got this goal I want to achieve it but right now who's the person that you are and are they somebody that has achieved that goal before because if you haven't worked in a recession before or you haven't achieved that target or that figure then actually there are changes that you need to make to yourself you need to become the person who is going to achieve that goal mm. so we talk about it about you know who's that new character like who is it that i need to become to achieve that goal because if i take the old katie that maybe has those limiting beliefs maybe has that that mindset that's not supportive of that goal but i've got my goal but the katie and the mindset is here if the two aren't in aligned i'm not going to achieve my goal mm. So who do I need to become? And really down to the point of view of, you know, what does she look like? How does she walk? How does she talk? What are her thoughts? What are her fears? Um, What are her beliefs? What does she stand for? Um, How does she start her day? So you want to get into quite a lot of detail about who that person Mm. is, Mm. who that new character is and start to really embody
0: it. Mm. So it's that level and of self-awareness to be able to do that, though, because let's face it, a lot of people don't want to be introspective and say, well, this is my limitation at the moment. But also to do what you're talking about requires some serious investment of time and potentially, you know, bringing in a business like yours to say, this is what I need to do to get from hit where I am now. I know I need to get there, but I don't know how to do it.
1: Well, I mean, it could be. Yeah, of course. Um, that is something that we can help people on. Mm-hmm. i I think you know also i know that what most what what happens quite frequently when we work with people is the the skills are already in that individual so mm-hmm. all the people that we work with um, are are ambitious you know go getting i would say recruiting mm-hmm. business owners so so they have got like a wealth of skills a wealth of expertise what happens is the um and this is due to experience they just sort of un- end up in a I call it like the valley the well of despair mm. um, and they're in a point where it's sort of like you only know as much as you know mm. and so it's like right if I want to get a different result I've got to do something differently and so you reach a ceiling in um where you are and to get to that next level you you're right you've you've got to get help in in a sense but the help is more about the how yeah um and and that's the big thing that um I think makes the difference for people it's not necessarily oh Katie's going to give me loads of ideas mm. um and she's going to um you know suddenly give me even more ideas about how to run my business they've probably already got those ideas mm. what they need is the practical steps of how do I actually go and make that happen in my business? How do I actually take that idea and and um, embed that, implement that in my team or in my workforce? Mm. And so really, yeah, it's more about the how. And same thing with a new character. If I, you know, gave you a step-by-step, here's what you do and you followed it, you'd be able to do it like that, as would anyone else. Mm. So it's it's not a um intellect or a skill it's more the how that we enable people to do and that's what most people need i think yeah i agree with you totally and it's not that's
0: not unique to recruitment business owners i think that's just anyone that's no. looking to achieve their goal in life isn't it but we, you know we are talking no, we just specifically need some, just some yeah. just to understand what that how is how do i get to that i don't know how to do it yeah
1: give me that formula Give Mm -hmm. me that step-by-step process because once I've got that, they fly. And that's what we see happening with people Mm -hmm. that work with us. You know, Mm -hmm. people say, wow, you know, my business was here. And now all of a sudden I've done a 400% increase year on year. Mm -hmm. But in fact, what you talk about makes lots of sense but yeah. I just
0: wasn't doing it wasn't be, yeah and it's and like you say it's really quite simple things isn't it yeah. but I think but I think yeah, you, you use say some, it's
1: really complicated
0: no but you yeah I think a lot of it comes down to I think you used the word earlier on um it's about being brave and just being yeah. a bit bold about what you what you need to do so um obviously the landscape of work has changed forever that's one of the massive positive things to come out of COVID yeah. You know that yeah. we're seeing that. I don't know if there's a percentage figure out there yet in terms of how many companies are actually going to offer that virtual sort of remote working. Mm. So, what mm. would your top tips be for business owners who are going to now be managing a remote workforce as opposed to all being in
1: an office at the same time? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to talk about this from from I guess my own learn and from what we yeah what we're seeing with our clients. Um, in our community um, which is if you have people working remotely and they're used to that buzz of a sales floor let's say and they are used to um, yeah that kind of energy and momentum yeah. also supporting them throughout the day because it's quite different isn't it when you work from mm-hmm. home versus being in that kind of office mm-hmm. and a lot of recruiting businesses have such a wonderful culture yeah, yeah. Um, so i would say one of the top things would be about communication and community Mm. So, making sure that you really create that culture, even though it might be um, remotely, it might be on Zoom, it might be on Skype, that you encourage um, a high level of communication between you and your team on a weekly basis, mm. and that you create that real community, that team feel, albeit yeah. through different tools. Yeah, um, that you are going to use, and. Um, in fact, um, Nikki and I did our podcast this week on our um, on the Recruitment Business Accelerator Facebook group. And we were talking about, you know, mantra that we now have with our teams or with our clients is Zoom first, call second. So it used to be, didn't it? It was always like, you know, phone yes. first, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, email second. But now it's like Zoom because you can interact with each of other you can. and it feels just as good. You know, you, you can do some really clever things. You can have breakout rooms, um, you can um get, you know, lots of interaction going. Yeah. You can use music. You can, yeah, you can play games, you
0: can do quizzes, you yeah. can do all sorts on it. I agree with you totally. I mean I, I would I would just say that I think, you know, nothing replaces being around other human beings. But if you can't do yeah. that, this is the next best thing. There's no question. And then the third thing would then be on the phone. So I think I think communication has been a, a, a resounding sort of unanimous fundamental principle for all the YouTubes that I've done so far from people like yourself who are knowledgeable who have got a a a pivoted view of what's happening so not just one company perspective but you can see that actually those that are doing it well are communicating regularly it's a simple it's
1: so simple Mm. and the other thing I'd say on the communication is because the plan has probably changed um you know if you think about it what let's say, key success factors or KPIs, whatever people call them. But, you know, your goal may well have changed because Mm. of the current climate marketplace. And so bearing that in mind, it's important that that expectation, that change in expectation for your team is communicated to them. Mm. So as an individual, um, people are motivated by, you know, what's in it for me, um, well, there's two things that, that are important to them. Obviously, one is is what's in it for me, but also their values. And so it's important that you make it clear to the individual what's expected of them in the new work from home yep. workforce, whatever yep. you want to mm-hmm. call it. And yep. also in the current climate. So what does success look like? What yep. does good look like? How do I know I'm doing well in my job now? Because maybe that's changed. Mm. How am I measured? And Therefore, if you set all of those things out and they have a clear expectation with that individual and they have a frequent one to one to make sure that, you know, they're being kept up to date, help those people reset. Mm. Then um, it's clear for me how I'm going to celebrate that success Mm. because, you know, people, well, in, in any business, but certainly if you think about the majority of people in recruitment, it is about success, isn't it? It's about that goal of getting that placement or. Yeah, it's output led, isn't it?
0: Ultimately, but we can celebrate success in other ways. Like you say, it's about those that maybe are yeah. being creative, that are doing something different, they're creating webinars, they're, they're creating a bigger community. But yeah, I think it's uh, ultimately we are success led people. That's why we're in this job. We want to achieve yes. goals and, and, and share success. So I think managing expectations is, again, a very simple way of. of Sort of keeping people on track without them feeling like they're totally, you know, abandoned.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Not to be underestimated, because again, one of the biggest, mm. you know, if you like, complaints that I used to hear was, "Oh, my manager sets, you know, one to one for me or sets objectives, never follows up, never follows up." Yeah yeah it's really
0: important isn't it never 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 been more important and and as we all know that's the key of of why people either stay in jobs or why they don't so yeah ultimately that yeah yeah. you know for people watching you know if you've got good people in place and you know key people have never been more important people that are happy to you know do that business development and understand your values share your you know the principles of your business then just Mm. very simple things communication manage expectations understanding people's goals understanding where people are at it sounds so simple doesn't it
1: (laughs) well yeah 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 i suppose it does and and we all know that you know when when you're in that when you're in the moment things can land on your lap can't they but it's making sure you structure that so Mm. setting times in your diary to make sure that you know you you keep they're like your your golden priorities you know you one-to-ones with your team they're like the same as if you were having a meeting with a client aren't they absolutely so it really, really is amazing. making sure that yeah they're looked after like you're yeah. saying that there's plenty of communication oh real golden nuggets in there
0: oh katie it's been absolutely wonderful and oh. thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to speak to us we really Welcome. appreciate it and it's lovely and i love how you've coordinated everything with your pink and the butterflies you know I look, I do can love you the. You can see my butterfly. I just. Can yeah. You still can, see them. Yeah, we can see them. They look beautiful. Yeah, they're lovely. Yeah, it's a good it, I do. I see it on all your marketing. And I think it just look They just look. Are they stuck on? They just look beautiful. <laughs> they look three D, don't
1: they? Yeah, they do. It's, um, it's special wallpaper that ah, has that effect. Yeah. That. so um So. Yeah. yeah.
0: You could do interior designs. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, thank for joining you. Thank you so much
1: for having me. Yeah. You're welcome.